What's your zodiac sign? Oh my God, that is so Sagittarius. I put the gem in Gemini. Please, that is such a Leo thing. Oh hey there, welcome to the ninth house, what I like to call the Relatable Astrology Podcast, where I discuss topics in astrology and share my insights on how you too can use astrology to step into your personal power. What's up, my astrology people? How are you all doing today? Welcome to episode two. As promised, we are going to cover the topic of your astrology big three, what they are, and how um, you can benefit from identifying your big three in your chart. Knowing your big three in astrology is honestly the the very first step into understanding astrology. Uh, you guys are going to hear me say this a lot. I've said it before. I'm going to keep repeating it, but astrology has many, many layers to it. You know, understanding your big three in astrology is really the first, first step of like peeling those layers off uh, because your big three is is the very basic foundation of uh, your being. And if you listen to episode one, then you already know that your sun sign, which is basically your zodiac sign, as you know it already based on your birthday, is really only one part of who you are as a whole. We know that each person has a very, very unique uh, birth chart with all the different planets, their placements on the zodiac wheel in the 12 different houses, and all these aspects and planets contribute to, you know, you as a whole entire being. So what exactly is the big three? What, What do they consist of? Well, your big three consists of um, your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising slash ascendant sign, however you like to call it. Um, it means the same thing, your rising or your ascendant. I'm gonna, just going to, sometimes I'll use them interchangeably, so don't get confused. But basically, um, these are the three main pillars to your personality. So let's go through them uh, one by one here, starting with the one that you already know, your sun sign. Now, before I get into the influence of your sun sign, um, on your personality, it's important to understand what the sun represents in astrology. The sun, although it is a star, in astrology it's considered like a planet, so it's the planet of the self, of the ego. And by the ego, I don't mean like that bad side of your personality that, you know, is too proud to admit when they're wrong. Your ego simply means your your conscious self. Your view of yourself is seen through what we call your ego, how you identify yourself. So um, with that said, your sun sign is your basic identity. It's the way that you shine in the world. Um, Your sun sign is really like what's going to hold your dominant personality traits. So for example, if you're uh, a Leo sun sign, say for example, your dominant personality traits would be uh, to be loud, to be, you know, like very confident, you're the center of attention, uh, you're, you're very outgoing, you're loyal, you're confident, you know, you're a fire sign, so you have a lot of fire energy, um, that's, that's your dominant personality traits. 
Another example of your sun sign could be, um, example being a Libra, then your dominant personality traits are to be, you know, very charming, very indecisive, you like to have a balanced life, you're very romantic, uh, you, you ruled by the planet Venus, so you like, you know, beautiful um, aesthetics, uh, you like to be beautiful on the outside, you like your relationships to look good. Um, these are obviously very, very broad uh, examples. Um, of, of descriptions of sun signs. Um, these are obviously very broad descriptions. Um, but basically you, you get the gist and, you know, it's also good to keep in mind that the sun is the center of our universe, right? Everything revolves around the sun, all the planets, they all revolve around the sun. So it makes sense that our sun sign is the center of who we are. Everything else revolves around our basic personality. So that's to give you the example of your who you are at your core is your sun sign. Now your moon sign, um, it represents the deepest part of your inner emotions, you know, your raw and uncensored instincts. It's really how you feel, how you process uh, emotions in your life and how you, you first react, your first in, initial um, instinct reaction. And once again, it's easier to understand uh, your, what your moon sign represents when you understand what the moon represents in astrology. So the moon rules over uh, our emotions, our habits, our instincts, our moods, our physical home, you know, our sense of security, and our sixth sense, our, our sense of intuition. So let's give an example. Let's say your moon sign is in Gemini. Then you're probably someone whose emotions are, you know, very often changing. Uh, you have, you know, like a very restless mind, which leads to very restless emotions. Um, you know, where some people may experience their emotions to, you know, the depth of their soul. And, you know, they really like indulge in their emotions. Um, as a Gemini moon, you know, you'll be much more likely to be rational about your emotions. You know, you're not likely to indulge in them. You're more likely to analyze through them and, you know, trying to process them on a more... Um, logical uh, mental level than a emotional level another example could be uh, a moon in Pisces which is a water sign so you know very emotional contrary to the Gemini moon like you know this person will will greatly empathize with others they're going to feel their emotions to their core they're going to feel your emotions your moods they're very very in tune they're not uh, processing them logically they're really processing them on an emotional level, um, they tend to be much more sensitive in the uh, reception of their of their emotions, and like and uh, likely to be much more of a daydreamer uh, than a rational thinker. Let's say. So now you know we're getting the uh, contrast between your sun sign and your moon sign. Your sun sign is really who you are overall, and now we've just added a layer of you know. A deep layer an inner layer of your moon sign your inner emotions and so you see the difference where you could be one uh, overall but you know when it comes to like how you first react how you what what makes you feel secure um, really just your 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 first instincts your first reactions your emotions 
And then lastly, we have the rising slash ascendant sign. This is often referred as the mask that you wear. Your rising sign is basically the first impression that you give off to others. It's really, it's the lens in which you view the world around you and the lens uh, in which people see you. So with that said, um, you know, it's common for people to, you know, when they first meet you to kind of feel your energy, um, the energy of your rising sign rather than the energy of your sun sign. Because this is really your outer shell. This is your outer layer. So um, while the moon sign was your inner layer, how you deal things, you know, very privately, your ascendant, your rising is how you deal things very much more publicly, how you present yourself to the world. So as an example, if you have, let's say, um, a Capricorn rising sign, you may come off of someone who is perhaps very driven, very goal-oriented, you know, someone who's super responsible and filled with ambition. You know, you, that's the kind of person you see uh, at work or within your friends. Like, they're always, like, chasing a goal. They're always aiming higher. Um, this is really the person who, you know, as a Capricorn, it's the goat. You know, it's always climbing to the top. So you can see this person as someone who, you know, likes to climb to the top on the contrary if your rising sign is say Sagittarius you know this is the polar opposite this is someone that's going to come off you know much more easygoing much more free uh, spirited you know they don't have a schedule they're really just going with the flow uh, they're not thinking of the consequences they're not super responsible you know they actually may even act very reckless or come off as quite you know blunt and so these are just two examples, again, of like contrasting uh, personality, zodiac personality types. Okay, so now let's put um, all the pieces of the puzzle together to kind of give you guys um, a little example of your big three uh, put together. I really like to make up these examples uh, that can really help you guys visualize how uh, astrology works, you know, to help you guys understand the concept. So think of it this way. We're going to take somebody whose big three is, we're, we're going to continue with the examples that I gave uh, previously so that it's easy to understand. So let's say that you're a um, Leo sun sign, a Gemini moon, and a Capricorn rising. Now picture this person, um, getting ready for work and we're going to use their big three as layers of clothing i know this sounds weird but just bear with me two minutes so the gemini moon is uh you know a kid at heart so he's probably going to be putting on some underwear that you know could have um a little cartoon on it or something fun something playful uh, but that's underneath the clothes nobody gets to see that unless you know you're an intimate partner and then you undress this person at night and you get to see their under um, under clothes and so that's the concept of your moon you know it's only the inner deeper hidden parts of you that you know someone very intimate to you can have access to and then the uh, Leo Sun is getting ready for work and they're going to put on this blouse with really puffy shoulders you know very extravagant very flamboyant 
um, you know, very noticeable outfit. That's the very um, Leo personality. That's the Leo sun that likes to shine, that likes, you know, to be seen, to be recognized. And so that's the shirt that they're wearing. But then they have a Capricorn rising, which means they got to put on their jacket to go to work and face the world. And this jacket, it's a really straight cut blazer. And so when they put that on top of their very puffy shouldered shirt, it kind of gets covered. So yeah, to their core, you know, there's still this flamboyant person, they're still wearing the shirt, it's still under the jacket, it's still there. Um, you know, when she gets to work and she takes off her jacket, everyone's going to see uh, that flamboyant shirt. But, you know, originally when she first comes in, when you first see her, what you see is that really straight blazer jacket, which is very, you know, professional, very, you know, strict, very um, corporate, you know, goal oriented. And so this person has all three layers. She has her fun underwear with her little cartoons on it. She has her flamboyant shirt, but she also has her very straight cut uh, blazer jacket. And she's really all three. She picked all of these three layers of clothing because all three of these layers of clothing represent her. It's just a matter of how deep are you getting into the layer? Are you, you know, just a colleague that's, you know, coming face to face with her at work and she's, you know, maybe she's walking to the coffee shop to get a coffee and you see her in her blazer jacket and you're like, damn, you know, that's Capricorn energy. But then, you know, when she gets a little bit more comfortable, she's going to work, she takes off her jacket or she's going over to her friend's house, she takes off her jacket. Then you see the puffer shirt. Then you see her, her flamboyant personality. You see that she's a Leo because, you know, she's a little bit more comfortable with you. And if she's really comfortable with you and you're, you know, her intimate partner, then you get to go to the deep of her emotion, to the depth of her emotions. And this is where you find that, you know, she's fun and playful and she has this little Gemini energy on the inside. So I don't know if this is really making sense. I don't know if I'm just making this up in my head, but this is the way that I like to understand astrology. Sometimes, you know, I like to think of different abstract concepts that have nothing to do with actual astrology, but make it relate, make it understandable, uh, just to understand the, the, the concept of layering. Because as I said, and I'm going to keep saying it, astrology is full of layers. So now that we understand what your big three represents, um, what can we learn from our big three? Um, well, if it isn't obvious enough already, when you discover your big three and learn more about what it means for you, you start to understand things better. And it's not just about astrology telling you who you are, but rather it's really putting actual words to the feelings that you feel. You know, have you ever thought to yourself like, why am I so sensitive or like, how come I see success as being the C CEO of like a big corporate company while my friend Simon thinks that, you know, living on a beach selling coconuts on a remote island is the definition of success. You know, everyone's different. Everyone has different perceptions of life and ways to deal with it and have different life paths. And it's awareness of who you are at your core and using uh, your abilities to help you reach your own version of success. It's awareness of how how you come off, uh, how you come across to others around you. You know, uh, my best friend, 
her whole life, she has been misjudged. People would always tell her, oh my God, I thought you were such a bitch when I first met you. You look so intimidating and so judgy, which is actually funny because they were the ones judging her. She knew she wasn't a bitch and she didn't like that other people would judge her like that. She thought, you know, like maybe there was something wrong with her, like wrong with her approach to people or something on her face. I don't know. But, you know, eventually down the line, as we discovered, as I discovered astrology and I pointed out to her, uh, you know, we figured out that she was a Scorpio rising. Now, no hate on Scorpios because I honestly, truthfully love Scorpios. But astrologically speaking, they have a reputation to be, you know, mysterious, manipulative. And, you know, they're often associated with the uh, resting bitch face persona. Hence, my friend being told she looks like a bitch her whole life. But, you know... The fact that she became aware of this, that I told her that her rising sign was the Scorpio and was associated with, you know, her bitchy exterior, um, you know, she realized that there was nothing really wrong with her and that this was just the way that people would view her. And so she would take note of that, be conscious of it and would, you know, make the conscious effort to be extra friendly or whatnot because she didn't want to, despite the fact that her rising was in Scorpio she didn't want to be perceived this way because she has a sun in Cancer and a moon in Sagittarius which means at her core she's a very caring and loving person very nurturing and very welcoming and her moon in Sagittarius you know she's very fun she's very free-spirited she likes to learn she's not at all judgy she's very open-minded so the persona of the Scorpio rising just didn't fit um, the other two big three that she was completing so she didn't like that now at the end of the day I'm not saying that you have to change and that who you are now is bad and it's shit all I'm saying is if if you're unhappy about something or about an aspect of your life or your personality it's helpful to be pointed in the direction that needs your attention and that's what astrology can do for you and that's what astrology did for me um, when I was younger I had terrible anger issues and throughout you know the majority of my life I had really heavy anger uh, problems I would be very impulsive I literally felt like the Hulk you know uh, Bruce Banner by day you know trying to be a good guy and then as soon as I was triggered by something that would upset me it was like Hulk mad Hulk smash get out of my way because I'm about to burn this shit down so I later on grew to realize this about myself and I really didn't like this. This is was something that I found was a very ugly part of my personality. Uh, however, I wasn't aware of moon signs, that moon signs existed. I knew very well of my sun sign as everyone does, which I associated very well with. And I knew of a rising sign, um, which was Gemini for me. And I also associated with, but I didn't know about the moon sign. And when I found out about moon signs and I looked mine up well well I was an Aries moon which seemed to all make sense but what was even more funny is that I fucking hated Aries I mean I don't I don't I love you guys I honestly I have to say I have really truly learned to love Aries and at the time I hated Aries because I didn't even know that I was doing this, but I was reflecting the parts of myself that I didn't like onto Aries, literally. Like I had an Aries moon and I had the angry outbursts of an Aries that I didn't like. 
And so I'm not just saying that Aries are all bad here uh, because they're not. They're really not. But as every sign, um, you know, we all have a good and a bad sign, a, a yin and a yang, an, an evolved or an unevolved sign. That is just the duality of life in, in of the life in which we live. So, you know, for me, it was really the awareness that it brought me um, the same that it did to my friend with the Scorpio rising. You know, I knew why my emotions were felt and processed as they did inside me. And, you know, that I needed to take control over my emotions if I wanted to change the parts of myself that I didn't like. And it was really finding out my moon side and reading up about it uh, that has helped me process through it and you know help me grow into a more tempered human um knowing this placement and reading about it it was just like oh oh yeah that is how i feel oh that that is how i react and ah oh, okay so then i knew who i was how i was how how my emotions would be processed and by knowing this i knew that i would have control over them now because I knew how to identify them when they would arise. I did not ignore how I felt. I didn't stop feeling how I feel. I didn't just because I knew that I was an Aries moon now. It doesn't mean that I just stopped feeling the impulsive anger bursts that I feel sometimes. The only difference is that now when I catch myself in those anger bursts, I don't indulge in them and I don't release them on to the world. I I feel it, I notice it, and I just let it go. And I say, Kimia, this is not necessary. You're just, just let it go. You're, it's not necessary to be angry. You know, it has helped me to temper myself. But I never did this before because I didn't know. Because to me, it was just the way that I was. This is just how my emotions are. And I, it's my right to just outburst because I can't keep this angry, this, this, this anger in me anymore. But now, now I know. So now I know that, yes, it is who I am but yes I can control it and that's that's the link here the, the link is wanting to improve uh, as a person or a certain aspect and then gaining the awareness as to where and how uh, the improvement can be made and that's that's where astrology links in for me you know it's it's I want to always constantly change and improve myself I want to be the best version of myself because I want to succeed in life and if I'm the best version of myself I will access my success easier and so I use astrology to help me gain awareness on you know myself and what are my strengths what are my weaknesses and what I can do to constantly improve myself I mean the whole point of life is to continuously grow and evolve into the best versions of ourselves in, in every aspect possible. And astrology is a great tool to, you know, start looking inwards. And what you can better understand about yourself, you can better understand about others. It's really a general awareness. And so that's why, you know, some people, they can have whatever view they want on astrology and you can use it however you want you can just read it for fun you know it could just be an entertaining little pastime but if you look deeper into the knowledge that it has to offer you can really find some some valuable valuable information to you know help turn your life around in the direction that you want it to go to help you take control of your life and yourself 
And so that's what I have for you guys for today's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed uh, digging a little deeper into the big three, into their meanings, and how they can help you better yourselves, uh, better understand yourselves, better your lives, and all that good stuff. So next week, we're going to be starting the Zodiac mini-series where I will be uh, going through each of the Zodiac signs and their basic personality traits and characteristics so that everybody could be on the same page uh, when it comes to the 12 different Zodiac signs. I obviously couldn't have an astrology podcast without having one of those for you guys. So I'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast so far and leave a comment below. I'm really looking forward to your feedback. See you guys next week. Lots of love. Yeah.